We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. And the big uh, newsy race of the night was the Republican uh, Senate race. Leora Levy surprising many with a 51, basically 50 to 40 victory over Themis Claridis, and now we'll run against Richard Blumenthal in the general election. Uh, we want to welcome in good friend Ozzy Palomo from Chartwell Strategy here, Republican strategist on Brian and Company. Uh, Ozzy, good morning. Hey, good morning, Brian. How are you? I'm well. Um, how surprised or not surprised were you? Uh, look, I, I think it was uh, surprising to an extent, but I think, look, if you, if you take the Trump endorsement uh, to one degree, and then you take what happened with the FBI raiding Mar-a-Lago. Uh, I think both of those kind of uh, events galvanized the Trump supporters and, and the Connecticut primary chasm, an outlet here in Connecticut that I think surprised many. But, but you know, they turned out. I think it's indicative of the fact that, you know, again, I've been not a, not a huge supporter of, of the former president and his antics, uh, of his policies, certainly when he was in office, but the antics beyond that I have not. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, the endorsement mattered. And I think that the timing for Leora, uh, you know, she was the beneficiary of that. So. Well, you know, what's interesting to me is that, OK, so people who support the former president, Donald Trump, they're passionate, right? They're the people who would show up. Very few people showed up in the primary, whether it's because of the heat, whether it's because of, you know, it's August, whatever the reason. And so the light turnout was a factor there, too. But the, the, the question I really have is, there's no doubt that the Donald Trump endorsement does work. Some people were surprised that it would work this much maybe in Connecticut. However, there's a couple of questions. One is, do, do the Trump people have access to internal polling? Like, did, did, did Trump, like, well, he, he, he wants to throw his name behind somebody who he thinks has a chance. So he obviously knew that she had a good chance. Yeah. Look, I, I don't know if they have access to the internal polling or not. I, I think I don't even think it matters. I think uh, you know, to some extent it was, uh, you know, if you read the endorsement that he gave of Leora, you know, once you got past three quarters of it, then there was an endorsement of her. But it really was much more about, about you know, the Trump factor and, and, and about Blumenthal and then about the fact that you had three of you know, what I would categorize as a nemesis, you know, endorsing uh, Claritas. Uh, so, I, again, it, it, she was, you know, Leora you know, ran the race she wanted to run. She galvanized voters she needed to. Uh, and I think for the endorsement and the fact that the raid on, you know, Mar-a-Lago happened, you know, within 24 hours prior to the primary, uh, again, galvanized that support base and, and drew them out. Huh. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> in that sense, I mean, if it did have an impact, it's hard to know. Uh, I'm curious of, you know, what you think, is this a mess for Ben Proto and the Republican Party in Connecticut? Yeah, I mean, look, I don't, I don't know if it's a mess for Ben. I mean, I think he's had, you know, other races that he's been, Looking at as well, you know, some of the congressional races with George Logan and Mike. Right, but you're not the nominee at the convention. Lost, you know what I mean? That's totally, yeah. And and I think that's for for them, you know, to figure that out. But at the end of the day, look, you know, it's Wednesday. Let people kind of get through through today, Uh, and if they're going to have a shot, you know, a a very minimal shot, in my opinion, of beating you know Dick Blumenthal now, they've got to figure out how to get everybody on the same page. So it's you know, his work's cut out for him. Ozzy Palomo, Chartwell Strategy, joining us here in Brian and Company and WTIC. And again, I know I know you're you're focused on the Republican side, so 
this isn't a leading question, but I'm curious. I mean, how do you handicap her her against Blumenthal? I mean, Blumenthal has vulnerabilities, but there's a huge independent voting block. She's you know decidedly pro pro life. Decidedly, you know, she's came out and said it even on our show. You know, if, if Trump's the nominee, she's voting for Trump. She's pro life, and and you know, in some independents in Connecticut, that might be a tough row to hoe. Yeah, look, we, and we've seen other races where people need to do what they need to do to get through a primary, and sometimes they pivot back to the center. I don't know if Leora Levy does that. I, I'm not sure if that's her strategy. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm not, I, I'm not, you know, in in the, in the know, so to speak, on what she plans to do. Uh, but to women in a state like Connecticut, to your point, you know, the independent voting block is, is a big block, so she's got to figure out how to reach out to them. And some of the positions that she's taken, you know, recently you know, don't jive with where the electorate is, you know, statewide. So it'll be interesting to see if she pivots to the center or not. You know, I, we'll talk with Themis a little later this morning. I'm curious of, you know, from an objective standpoint, none of this is personal, right? We're talking about politics and it's professional. What do you think went wrong on her side? Yeah, I don't, I don't know if anything went wrong, so to speak, other than, you know, she, she ran the race she wanted to run. She is who she is, for better or for worse. Uh, I don't think she really kind of, you know, put herself out there to be anything more than, than what she is. And she said that uh, she is a, you know, moderate, middle of the road, you know, typical New England type, uh, Connecticut, you know, Connecticut type Republican uh, that would have had a chance in the general election. Uh, but that's just not what apparently where the base is today. And, and again, we're not talking about a huge voting block, but that's the voting block that had to first go at it. Uh, and, the, and the timing just wasn't you know right for her. So. Ozzy, I want to ask you, you know, inflation, Roe v. Wade, uh, Trump in general, you know, and especially now with the backdrop of, of this this raid. Uh, what what how do you rank the issues in terms of what's going to be most important in November? Yeah, I, I still think the economy is going to be issue number one and number two, so to speak, between inflation and the prices of, of, of uh, you know everyday goods. And, and you're going to have a lot of people going back to school over the next several weeks, and parents are going to you know wisen up and realize that they're paying for more of some of these you know back to school supplies that they didn't have to pay for as much in the past. I think those are going to be front and center. Uh, I think the Roe v. Wade, the Dobbs decision, is a little less uh, critical here in Connecticut. Nothing really changed. The state law, there's the state law. Uh, so I don't know how much of that really kind of galvanizes the Democratic, uh, you know, electorate. Uh, but at the end of the day, I think, you know, it's the economy. And we'll see where we are here over the next couple of months. But I don't particularly see this kind of getting any better uh, on that front. And you still have, look, you know, Dick Blumenthal, again, he's likely to win, given the candidate now uh, that he's up against. But at the end of the day, his favorables aren't going any higher. Biden's favorables aren't going any higher. Uh, so Democrats really have to figure out what they're going to, you know, run on, and they may try to nationalize this to make it more about issues that aren't necessarily front and center to Connecticut voters. But you know, that might be their game plan. Ozzy Palomo, Chartwell Strategy, joining us here on Brian and Company and WTSC News Talk 1080. In general, I mean, you know, listen, you you buzz around Twitter and so on, probably maybe more than me. I don't even know. But generally speaking, what are your thoughts on this whole dynamic of not only the raid at Mar-a-Lago, but also how it's being spun on both sides? Yeah, look, listen, I, you know, it, it was shocking to many. I, um, I think, you know, once the president kind of put, put his former president put his statement out there that there was a raid, you know, it lit up social media, people were covering it. Um, I, I really do hope that the FBI has crossed their T's and dotted their eyes on this. I think to go to that level of extremity, you know, to raid a former president's office and home uh, seeking documents, you know, it better have been worth it. There better have been something there. 
Uh, I think when you kind of, you know, you're going to have half of this country looking at it as weaponizing a federal agency going after political opponents, and you're going to have the other half of the country kind of cheering it on because they're getting their, you know, they're getting back at the guy that they, you know, kind of wrecked their, their world or their reality for many years. Uh, so I just think for the sake of the country, I hope that the FBI does come out and actually does say something uh, with respect to what the purpose of that raid was. And if there's a there there, they better show it quickly. All right, Ozzy, great stuff as always. Hope you're having a pretty good summer. Hope the kids are doing well, and uh, thanks for the time. Great. Appreciate it. Thank you, Brian. All right, Ozzy Palomo, Chartwell Strategy. Just, you know, again, like, you know, understands the landscape both here in Connecticut and nationally, and he's a great resource to talk about that stuff as we... We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.